listening to the State Bar of Texas podcast channel. I'm Jillian Beck. In this episode, we'll hear Rocky Deer of Dallas-based Atlas Legal Research and the host of Texas Bar TV, talking with Texas lawyers and legal professionals about important trends and topics in the law. Welcome back, everybody. This is Rocky Deer with Texas Bar TV. We're here at the 2016 State Bar of Texas Annual Meeting. It's been a great day so far. Action-packed, a lot of things going on. Wouldn't you say so? I'd say it's fantastic. It looks like there's a great crowd, and there's certainly some great displays set up. It, it really is. And gentlemen, I have here to my left, I have to, I have to say this, enunciate, Professor Cheryl Watley. Yeah, a real professor. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, it's like... It, Isn't that crazy? That's, that's, that's cool. I'm, I'm just trying to think of the remake of Gilligan's Island when they, when they redo <laughs> when it. When they say the professor. And, <laughs> and you, you get cast as a professor, except you're a law professor. And so when they say, professor, how do we, you know, how do we get in touch with the rescue ship? And, and your answer would be, it depends. It depends. Right. <laughs> look, right. Look, look, where, where is the uh, precedent that we can follow? Exactly. Let's do the research, and we'll see what we can find out. So have you, have you checked out some of the giveaways? You know, this is terrific. I love this because you know what? You've got all the colors. You do. And it lets you know what's inside. Yeah, yeah. So, so but there's a little ten, there's a little hint of a surprise because you don't know what size and shape. And and you don't know exactly what it is. Yes, right. Do, do you want to open it? Let's 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 How many times has a professor opened something for? I mean, talk about talk about learning. This is an example of experiential education. Yes, yes it okay. is. Let's talk for a second, Professor Watley, about you mentioned experiential learning. Yes. Now, most of us most of us who have, who are at this meeting, we're all lawyers. I don't think any of us have been exposed mm-hmm. to experiential learning. Can you mm-hmm. tell us what it's about? Certainly. And actually you have been exposed to experiential learning. It just hasn't been labeled for you. Okay. Anytime you drive somewhere, for example, and you say, Wait a minute, it's five o'clock. I know if I go that way, I'm going to get stuck in traffic, so let oh. me go another way. That's an example of experiential learning okay. because you are learning from the experience that you have had before to make a new plan, to implement that new plan, right. to see how it works, and then you'll compare the two. The key, and why we kind of emphasize it now in academics, is that it really is more effective if you do it deliberately. We do it instinctively, but if we really make ourselves focus on it and say, okay, I'm going to approach a circumstance this way, I make my plan, I do my plan, and then let me see if it actually worked the way I thought it was going to work, and how can I make it better, then you really improve and increase the odds that it's going to become more efficient and more effective. So is, is, this, is this another form of trial and error, or is it more nuanced? I think it's more nuanced than trial and error because you're being strategic and planning, so you're reducing the error. You're certainly going to be able to exploit any errors that happen. That's part of the reflection. Mm -hmm. And it really is called a PDR, Plan, Do, Reflect, Approach to Learning. What's what's UNT Dallas? You know, what's what's the clinical scene there? And, you know, have you guys taken a similarly different approach to that? Or is it is it kind of the are you borrowing from from previous laws? previous ways of doing that? You know, one of the one of the really great things about being a new law school is we get to look to see what everybody's well, done, sure. and we pick and choose, and it's kind of like making your own recipe. Sure. So what we've done is a couple of things. As we started to set up our clinical program, we kind of talked to the people who would be our clients. 
And we said, what do you need and what are your problems in terms of accessing legal representation? And who are these clients? Well, it's the zip code areas in Dallas of 75215 and 75210, which okay. are kindly known as the south of Fair Park areas. Okay. And they said that access was a real problem, be it in terms of transportation and the buses and how many times you'd have to change the bus to get to a downtown location, as well as the hours of service. So many of the potential clients are hourly wage earners. And so if you give them a middle-of-the-day appointment, you're asking them to choose between their money and seeing a lawyer. And when you're kind of, you know, economically challenged or just really just getting by, asking somebody to give up half a day's pay to come see you is really a cost. So we've been really fortunate. We were able to partner with two nonprofit organizations, and they have provided affordable space for us. So our law offices are in neighborhoods. They are accessible to residents in different communities. And what works very well for us, because it complements our part-time program, we are going to have afternoon and evening hours. So our offices are open from 1 in the afternoon until 9. Obviously, if the students have daytime court appearances, they make those. And we'll have office hours on Saturdays. So we really are uh, setting these clinics up to be more, let's say, consumer-friendly than perhaps has been in the past. The other thing that we're doing is we're making them general services so that because we've been fortunate enough to partner with Legal Aid of Northwest Texas and the Dallas Public Defender's Office so that they will help provide supervising attorneys to work with our students, our students can do a general civil practice. So they can do divorce. They can do tenants' rights. They can do some consumer issues. Most of the legal clinics that are set up in law schools across the country are kind of silos. Sure. It will be a tenant rights, a child advocacy. Our students are going to be engaged. All students will be engaged in all of them. All students will do criminal as well as civil. And that really plays to our student body. Our student body, uh, a fair percentage already know that they want to be solo or small practice, practice practitioners. And so in order to do that, they need to know how to at least approach doing everything. Uh, so this setup works great for our clients. It works great for our partners of legal aid because it gives them another source of a presence. The same with the Dallas County Public Defender's Office. And it works great for our students. We also know that no matter how many students we have in our community lawyering centers, we can't fill all of the legal needs of the, of the population. So a concerted part of our activity is education and workshops. So in addition to direct client representations, each and every one of our students has to pick an area in which they will develop expertise, and then they have to develop a program of project presentations, be that they take it to churches for perhaps wills and and, uh, probate planning, to church populations, so that we can get the word out as to why we need wills. So we're combining direct representation with community uh, education and information. Very interesting. Well, you know, this this is a fascinating topic. I, I'm sure we could talk about this all day. Professor Watley, Cheryl, is going to be is going to be giving a talk on experiential education here in, in in about the next 40 minutes or so up at the Adaptable Lawyer Track. You know, this is this is what you get at SBOT at the annual meeting. There's there's a lot more than just case updates. We're we're learning about new trends in the law. So we hope you guys will join us for the 2017 annual meeting if you missed this one. But Cheryl. Thank you so much for joining us. This has been an absolute joy and privilege. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Rocky Deer for Texas Bar TV. Thank you all for joining us today. We'll see you next time.